that, baby! But here, I've met a lot of people, and I've played some, too. And there's one thing I know. People like to talk. <laughs> it's the Spudcast. That's where you at. Hey, where you at, baby? Hi, y'all, making Thanks for joining me this evening here on uh, the Spudcast podcast. While I'm talking out my ass here on, uh, what is it? It's uh, Tuesday night. And my guest is Becker Hall. He's one of the co-founders of Hogs for the Cause. And uh, they, again, are having to postpone. They had to cancel last year. This year, they're not ready to say no, but they're uh, still working on a date. So we'll talk with Becker about that and what you can do to help and uh, where you can go to find out how you can help and whether or not you can get a really good pulled pork sandwich or a rack of ribs. Uh, But in the meantime, you got to listen to this. The last place you want to be today is the emergency room. Who knows what you can pick up after waiting hours to see the doctor? Rapid Urgent Care is the answer. Eight locations in southeast Louisiana. Rapid Urgent Care means rapid relief in minutes, not hours. Doctors on site, major insurance in network, Medicare and Medicaid too. Rapid COVID tests, x-rays, blood work, strep and flu tests in minutes at Rapid Urgent Care. Telemed visits, even some house calls. Just check in online. They'll text when you're next. The doctor will see you now. Visit rapidurgentcare.com, rapidurgentcare.com. If you find yourself near Metro Road or on breakfast time or lunch, you should make a pass by the Blue Line Sandwich Company. If you find yourself in Kenner at breakfast time or lunch, you should make a pass by the Blue Line Sandwich Company. Chalmette, the best bank uptown, make a pass by the Blue Line Sandwich Company. Chef Brad McGee uses fresh from the farm ingredients, makes his own corned beef, conchon delay, and a jam in a day. Custom catering, dine in and carry out, or let waiter bring your sandwich straight to you. The Blue Line Sandwich Company, 2023 Metro Road, a block off of Bonneville. Call Chef Brad at 504-309-3773. Does the sound of thunder strike fear in your home? There's only one sure way to fix a flooding problem, home team elevation. End the worry, stop insurance rate hikes, get your flooding problem fixed now with the home team advantage. Experienced, hands-on, local owners. You want design choices? On the home team, you're the MVP, so don't wait. Elevate with home team elevation because the flood stops here. Get your free quote at 3011222. or go to hometeamelevation.com. Okay, so we're talking with uh, Becker Hall here, one of the co-founders of Hogs with a Cause. Hogs with his hogs for the cause. And uh, what's up, Beck? How you been, man? Uh, I've been uh, doing pretty good, if, if, if pretty good is even possible these days. But uh, well, happy to be with, happy yeah. to be chatting. Well, yeah. I feel like I, I got to see you that. Often. No, that man. No, since you moved, y'all are way up the street now, the other end of the of the street now, and I don't see your your wife walking your little girl anymore, and just yakking in the front yard, but. I don't have yeah. a lot of chance to go stand out front myself anyway. I'm out like everybody else trying to make a buck, you know? That's right. Yeah, it feels like one block in COVID is about 100 miles. So it's Well, that's it's true. Fast. Well, it's true because, you know, you got to stay home. Look, I got diabetes. Everybody who listens to me knows that because I always talk about it. And I know, you know, 40% of the people who cashed in uh, with the COVID, 40% of them had diabetes. So I can't. Yeah, that's, that's a very very uh, strong comorbidity point of this virus and, and something you have to be extremely aware about. But the thing of it is, I don't know, Becker, man, it's, 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 it's a crapshoot anyway, because there are people out there. It's like talking to somebody who, man, my grandpa lived to be like 98. He smoked and drank whiskey every day. 
And then other people go, man, my cottage cheese and yogurt and uh, many parts of a pine tree are edible and drop dead at 50. You know, and I think it's I think it's a gene thing, but this is too easily transmittable. It's 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 just I don't know. It's I, that, I'm, I can't take the risk. I still got three kids in college. So there you go. I'm with you there. Yeah. I'm with you. All right, well, let's talk hogs for the cause. Now, you, you're you one of the co-founders. How many co-founders? Because you are you seem like you're the face of it. Anytime somebody wants to talk to something, because I was reading the article in, in the, on Channel 4's thing, anytime somebody wants to talk hogs for the cause, they go find you. The other two, or how many How many of them are y'all? There, was, there is one other co-founder, uh, my childhood neighbor here, uh, Renee Luop, uh, who now actually is living in Florida. Uh, he had a you know, a great job opportunity that mm-hmm. took him out there. So um, that kind of, you know, he, he's still highly involved in the operations of the festival, but, um, you know, a lot mm-hmm. of the, mostly the charitable and, and a lot of the production is, is kind of run through through me. Yeah. Well, I mean, if one thing, this uh, this one positive aspect of the coronavirus, if you can even call it that, is the fact that there are so many different ways for people to do this. You know, I mean, I know people who work uh, like me. I, I, I was broadcasting from my bedroom in radio. I know somebody who works for a radio station, uh, but he, he lives in Kansas, but he's one of the programmers for a local station here. So you can do all kinds of stuff online. So moving to Florida just means you can't show up for the Sunday barbecue. It doesn't mean you still can't uh, work and, and, and accomplish something together. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the benefits of, you know, having a festival that's only one weekend is that he still can be uh, highly involved in the company from afar as we really, it takes us about two weeks to three weeks to load in the festival these days. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, we, we don't really need him to come and forego that much time for us, but um, still value his uh, service when and his availability to be able to do that when, when, Whenever that weekend comes again. Yeah, when it comes, if it comes. Well, it's going to come. I mean, this thing can't last forever, you know. But the fact of the matter is, see, like I, I, talked, to, uh, I talked to Kevin Gardier last night mm-hmm. on this podcast. And, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I mean, he is basically, he's a director of, executive director of development for Bridgehouse. And what that means is he, he's always on the hunt for the money. But they're yeah, they've got a great Mr. Legs uh, competition that raises a lot of money. It's a great yeah. event. I've I've been uh, a judge for that yeah. like several times, and it's it's a hoot of an evening. But it's like only one of the fundraisers. I mean, you guys, yeah. you guys do hogs for the cause, and that's it. So if uh, you know, like that time when it came pouring down rain and everybody's up there and knee deep in mud. I mean, they still had people jamming, but you didn't have the turnout that you wanted. But uh, yeah, but, it's crippling. Crippling. Yeah. yeah, you could you could kind of in the festival industry you can prepare for 99% of what's, you know, going to happen with your festival, but that 1% being the weather can dictate everything. Mm-hmm. The one thing you cannot control is going to be the thing that really dictates your, your ultimate success. Never in our wildest dreams did we think that, hey, we got to be worried about a pandemic as well, but, um, you know, it, it was it was a difficult time. We canceled the fest last year two weeks before um, hogs were set to go off, and at that time we were thinking, "Oh wow, this is just terrible luck." We're being told that we all need to sit tight for two weeks, and this virus is going to go away. So we thought we were going to be the you only ones affected by it. Yeah. And now here we are in hindsight, going, "Oh gosh, are we even going to have a festival in 2021?" I mean, that was never even a consideration in 2020. 
Well, I mean, well, two weeks out. I mean, how how much prep time were you in, and how out of pocket were you guys two weeks out? You know, that for for last year's fest, and I mean, did any of this stuff? It was it able to roll over to this year, and has that gone away now since you had to shut down? Yeah, it's it's tough. To, I mean, from the expense side, um, it wasn't ideal timing, um, but we were able to mitigate some of that damage. Uh, as far as rolling over certain things, yes, certain things could be rolled over and no other things could not. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of people, you know, there's so many moving parts to a festival and, and us New Orleanians are just so used to, to showing up to all these amazing events and, and enjoying them. Yeah. But, um, you know, we really don't see the back end in the, in the back. Behind you don't the see the backstage. Kind of yeah, I know that feeling. Man, well, a lot of people in the theater, that's the comment. That's the thing they make. The comments that they make is that for everything you see on stage, there's something twice as big backstage. If you've ever been to the Metropolitan Opera in New York and you see that massive stage, what a lot of people don't realize is that there are three more areas that size backstage, one stage right, one stage left and one substage. And that way they can wheel this one out and roll that one in and pull up the curtain and keep going. And a lot of people just don't realize how much work goes into something like this. No, it's, it, it's, you know, the one thing that COVID kind of exposed is, is just how good, and, and I'm talking about just about almost anything, the supply chain is in the country and in the world. You know, we kind of work in this just-in-time environment where we're very used to moving things around very efficiently. And uh, when something kind of comes in there and, and, and puts kind of a, you know, a stick in the spoke, it throws everything off. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's, we're seeing that pretty yeah. uh, demonstratively right now. Yeah. Well, the thing of it is, though, there's a lot of people staying home, so there ain't that many. Yeah, but there ain't that many people on the road because so many people are staying home. So when you do have to, lately during during this thing, they were, they were able to move a whole lot of stuff quickly because they didn't have to deal with as much traffic because everybody was staying home or working from home or out of work or waiting on a check, that kind of such. So it's, yeah, it, 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 yeah, you're right. Nobody was expecting it and, and how it affected our daily lives, uh, is, is still, I mean, I think people are still taking, taking, uh, taking a toll on, on what they did and the new things that are coming. And then every day something else changes and then everybody's having to adapt constantly. I know I am. Yep. 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 So. It's, uh, I mean, it's such an overused adjective, but it's just so fluid, and it's always moving. It's it's just, uh, you know, we're learning. Every time we think we're moving forward, we take two steps back, or every time we take three steps forward, we take a step back. Um, it's um, It's been difficult as a producer to um, really, you know, because there's also so many different pieces from that, from a production standpoint, is you need so many different permits from the city and the state to be able to move forward in these environments. So um, the city and the state have to be thinking, have to be very forward thinking about, you know, events and, and really the, how they're going to be put on. And, and they also need to kind of be cognizant of the economic, uh, you know, boost that they give the city, which we direly need right now. Yeah. Well, I saw some that was thinking about that too. I mean, okay. Uh, so French Quarter Fest is going to get put off till later part in the year. 
They're talking about right. doing some Mardi Gras parades or at the very least the St. Uh, St. Patrick's Day parade sometimes in June uh, out here in Metairie. I mean, um, are you guys, would would City Park and the city and the state, because I think the state actually owns City Park, the city doesn't. But would they? Well, we're actually at UNO. We've been at UNO for about three or four years now. Oh, it's been it's been five years since I've been to the thing, man. So I don't know. What can I say? You know, I don't I don't get out when I eat pig. I can't walk because I eat too much of it. So yeah, it's uh, it's it's a it's a pig. It's a a workout just eating. Well, when you uh, all right, I'm coming up on the time frame here. But are you considering? You know, can you spread out even farther to do more social distancing? where you're at so that you could possibly do this thing uh, later on in the year when, when hopefully this latest spike has calmed down and, and p- more people have taken the, van- the vaccine. Yeah, I think that the way we kind of look at it is let's build out five different scenarios and, you know, let's, let's get prepared for every single possible scenario that would still allow us to have this event. So let's, go from the highest, let's, let's say that our fifth scenario is a normal festival down to our lowest case scenario where we may only be able to have a barbecue competition. Mm-hmm. So what, it, what and, and then there's two or three scenarios in, in, in between there, and we just kind of plan out what does that mean for us? How can we give a great experience to everybody involved in all five scenarios? And how can we remain, you know, solvent, if not make a profit in this kind of environment and continue to do our mission? So, you know, we, we kind of put together, we have to kind of forecast what we think our expenses will be and what our anticipated revenues will be at, at, very, at all these different scenarios. Mm-hmm. Because we don't have any idea what the uh, climate will be later on in the year and what's going to be accepted and what will be permitted. We, you know, we can see some of these smaller events as, you know, UNO has hosted some of these drive-through events that have been very successful and we see those numbers. So we, we have to consider an event at that size. Well, can you multiple, Uh, can can you wait, can you, I gotta, I gotta go. I got We gotta take a break. Can we pick it up right here? We'll be right back. I gotta step away for a second. Becker Hall is my guest. He's one of the co-founders of Hogs for the Cause. And and we're talking about how the festival has been canceled and or postponed for this year, too. And uh, and when we get back, we'll pick it up here. But we'll also talk about where what do they do with the money? I mean, it's for children's uh, cancer. Uh, but how do you go about putting in a bid for a, a grant? I don't know how to do all this kind of stuff. That's why I asked Becker to come on. So the Spudcast podcast, talking out my ask. With Becker Hall, don't go away, coming right back. Hey, what you got going this weekend? Can't go to the game, you can't even tailgate, so what you gonna do? Go fishing! Get yourself a licensed and insured charter guide on lasaltwater.com. Super easy to follow that website. What you gonna catch, where you wanna catch it, how you wanna catch it. All the big ones are waiting for you, and to top it off, you'll still be able to watch the game on TV at the lodge at the end of the day of fishing. Sounds great? Got an open spot for you, babe. You want in, just sign up on lasaltwater.com. 
Spud here for Serentine Comfort Systems. You've heard a lot of hot air out of me before. Well, now I'm talking comfortable, clean, germ-free air with the new iWave air purifier. It knocks down cooties, even COVID, from your home or business. Pathogens, allergens, particles, even smoke and odors. Wave goodbye with the iWave from Serentine. Quick install, no maintenance, 25 bucks a month. Give the gift of healthy air this year. Call Serentine Comfort Systems at 504-833-8831. 833-8831 or go to srscomfort.com. Do you know what it means to miss New Orleans? The next time you have to travel, take along a couple of pounds of Parish coffee, and you won't be missing New Orleans for long. Brewed right here in the land of coffee lovers, Parish coffee has the taste you're looking for. From dark roast to coffee and chicory to flavored coffees like Bananas Foster or Bourbon Pecan, French Vanilla or King Cake, or you name it, Parish coffee has a flavor just right for you. Look for the bright purple bag in the coffee aisle of your favorite market. Or order it online. Have it sent right to your door. What a perfect gift for any coffee aficionado. Sip the soul of New Orleans in every cup of Parish Coffee. And we're back talking with Becker Hall, Hogs for the Cause. Um, and when we, when we had to step away for a second, we're talking about, you know, different scenarios for you guys to, uh, to go forward with Hogs. Um, and you talked about a drive-through and a barbecue competition. I mean, can you encompass two or three of these things? Like, like I'll just I'll drive through and pick up, uh, you know, give me two three racks of ribs, and and uh, and then somebody else. Here's an area over here where there's more food, and here's an area over there where there's more music, and it's just like three three events in one. That's that's really difficult. We've actually hosted some barbecue drive-throughs over the course of of the year that have been really successful. Um, those are just little mini events that kind of keep us relevant and, mm -hmm. and keep our teams engaged. That's not really something we're looking to do um, as far as the festival is concerned. You know, we definitely don't want to throw the word cancellation out there yet for 2021. Okay, um, good. It, it, we're planning to have this festival. It's just to do it safely and responsible uh, in, in, in whatever the terms and guidelines are given to us by, by, by the parish. city and the state, yeah. Right. Okay. All right. Have you ever thought about moving out of Orleans Parish? I mean, it's something that we have to consider. It, it would not be what we would prefer, but um, well, you got to be honest with you. We, I don't know if this organization could sustain two years of cancellation. Um, mm -hmm. You know, Hawks for the Cause, we're the premier provider of outreach services to uh, families with pediatric brain cancer. We're operating in 48 states, granting in 48 states. Mm -hmm. uh, we have a commitment to Children's Hospital New Orleans that we're still paying off, our $2.5 million commitment on the Hogs House. That's been at full occupancy now for almost two years straight. Uh, we committed to build another uh, $3 million Hogs House in Baton Rouge at Our Lady of the Lake. And what those houses do is um, they give free housing to families of any condition seeking any kind of long-term treatment uh, at these hospitals. They're just massive needs. Yeah. And, uh, well, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Y'all do this, but it's like, this is kind of like the Ronald McDonald House. And I mean, because that's, yeah. that's, yeah, that's, that's an international exactly corporation and you guys are, you guys are a hog, a hog eating contest, you know? Yeah. It's, you know, it might be a barbecue festival, but we're just, we give everything we get back out. I mean, a hundred percent of donations go back out this, but without the festival, it's hard to get our teams motivated to raise that kind of money. Yeah. So here we are trying to do amazing things, and uh, we have a virus that's kind of halting that. And well, 
what, what, it's what, unfortunate that could it be. What impresses you know, me about all of you is the fact that you're doing something across 48 states that an international corporation is doing. I mean, so you guys are even bigger than I thought. I was going to say, you know, did you bite off more than you could chew by spreading it across 48 states? And why didn't you just stay in New Orleans or just Southeast Louisiana? I had no idea that you guys were, were, were funding grants all over the continental United States. I really didn't. Yeah, so pediatric brain cancer is the number one terminal in cancer, uh, number one terminal tan- cancer in children now. It outpaces leukemia. There's been a lot of uh, a lot of advances in leukemia research, mm-hmm. and uh, so you know the demand for what we do is immense. And our brand awareness just kind of caught on very quickly within the pediatric brain cancer um, community, and we were able to, to to grow into those 50 states pretty pretty quickly. You know, when you have the resources that we typically have, we have the money to do that, to, to fulfill our mission. We also have amazing teams in this event that believe in what we do, and, and, and we show them what we do, and they want to do more. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, our goal is to be it, – it's just we're one of the better 501c3s that just happens to be headquartered in a great city like New Orleans. Cool. What kind, what kind of money are we talking about here? What I mean – what what was your best year? How long you been around and what was well I mean how much money do you actually raise at this festival every year? Not count well just how much money do you average raise every year counting all the things that y'all do? Well, the donations that come in as a result of the festival are uh close to about 2 million dollars per festival. And, uh, the donation portion, yes. Wow. From the festival. Wow. So obviously, you know, uh, that's that's a testament to the hard work of these 100 teams that come in here and are, are raising money for us year round. Mm-hmm. And that culminates in a huge celebration that is the festival. Um, and when you don't have that asset to give the teams, it's hard to get them motivated. Yeah. When there's no festival anymore, there's no celebration. So that's the challenge that we face is keeping our guys motivated or finding new ways to raise money when, um, you know, you, yeah. you don't have that outlet for them. All right. Let so, me ask you this. If you were to stop right now, okay, then just mm-hmm. just to do the stuff that you've already committed to and not not any accept any new grants. And I know that's hard not to accept any new requests. How how long do you think it would be before you'd be you know squared up with everything you're committed to right now? Oh, I really don't know. I mean, that that'd have to get with our our treasurer and sit down and look at the burn rate and, and the run rate. But um, I, I can tell you, it's it's pretty important that we we get a festival off this year. And how what kind of help are you getting from the uh, from the city and the state about putting this thing on? You know, I mean, are they just standing by going? What do you need? And we'll tell you yes or no. Are they helping you with alternatives or are they they uh, greasing the skids with the uh, with the permitting process? I mean, they know how important this is. So how, what are they doing to help you other than giving you the permits? You know, have they eliminated some of the hoops to jump through? I would say that I think the city is focused primarily on on the virus and and preventing the virus from spreading. Um you know, I, I don't mm-hmm. think that their primary focus, unfortunately, is on uh, festivals and and what those festivals may do for, you know, not only the the city but um, the betterment of 
other others that are going to be continue to suffer after COVID yeah. is is finished. Yeah, I yeah. got you. Well, I'm just wondering. I mean, because they set they have a standard about masking. They have a standard about distancing. Um, they have a, they have their own standards. They're shutting down Mardi Gras. They're in, the mayor's inviting people to come for Mardi Gras, but you got to do this. So I'm wondering if you guys, you know, have a situation there, where you could you do know, it. You know. and whatnot. I just don't think that um, there's any framework, definitive framework put in place for us at this point. Mm-hmm. I got you. Or for anybody else, I guess, because, I mean, like I said, French yeah. Quarter Fest, is, they haven't announced a date, but they're moving later. I think Satchmo is done. They, they, they've announced their date. Oh, so. they have? I haven't seen that. Yeah, so French Quarter Fest and Jazz Fest have all claimed their October dates. Okay. God, how did I miss that? I read crap every day. Uh. <laughs> well, there's just so much news out there these days. Yeah, it's every, hard to yeah. break through. It is. Hard to anyway. be impactful. Well, again. It's hard to raise money in, in, in a very, you know, you in this climate we're in, as we talk about media, I mean, battling COVID's one thing. But, you know, battling a very strenuous political um, climate mm-hmm. on top of it, it's even harder to get through. So, you know, it, it's it's a difficult time to be a nonprofit, but um, we're it's hopeful a, in 2021. It's a difficult time to be a prophet, too. Um, okay. Depending on where you are. Well, that's true, too. I mean, if you're a, if you're a, a corporate thing, I mean, the little guys, and that's what I'm always, I'm banging a drum about that. I always say buy local. I always buy local unless I can't, you know, and because I can't find what I'm looking for. But that's that's yeah. that's me. So, but that's why we say, you know, my, my co-founder and I, we also have a wine label out there called Bouquinet, and fifty cents a bottle does go back to hogs for the cost. So you can find it at every grocery store in Louisiana, just about. And you know, we were able to cut close to ten thousand dollars back to hogs last year. So you know, there's other ways to give back because we New Orleans do like the party and we do like the drink. So if you love great wine that has a charitable aspect to it, seek out the Bucanet. That will help hogs. Did you, did you, have you thought about teaming up with somebody and doing a wine pairing and, and helping to advertise your wine even more like that? Oh, uh, yeah. We're definitely doing that. You know, okay. it, it, it was hard for us also not being able to get into stores and, and, and sample with people because of COVID as well. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's an excellent wine that's developed and created by, you uh, pretty much the godmother of Oregon wine, Lynn Penner Ash. And it's an under $20 bottle of wine that drinks like a $30 bottle of wine. So well, great get, value, great gift back. I'll get some from my wife. She's the wine person. I, I'm beer and bourbon. but that's, I'm all three. Oh, I will drink Usually some wine. Usually in the same night. <laughs> well, uh, no, I don't do that. I don't, I don't mix my booze because, uh, and I never have. Well, I have once, and I got so disgustingly drunk and hungover that I've never... Never done it again. I either have bourbon or I have beer or I'll have some wine. One of the three, babe. I can't do all of them. How can people find out more and how can people send you a check or whatever you need for them to do? What are they? How do they go about doing it? Uh, I mean, for festival updates, I, I definitely would just make sure you're signed up for our newsletter at hogsforthecause.org. Um, and you could also at hogsforthecause.org. You can... Um, make donations on the website there's also if you're if you're looking for festival information hogsfest.org because the hogs for the cause.org is more the charitable website mm-hmm. but hogsfest.org 
which also you can make donations on that site as well. It's going to give you all the updates on uh, what we're planning to do here in 2021. Have, have you have any, this is my last question, do you have any idea roughly since since Jazz Fest and uh, French Quarter Fest have scooped up October pretty much, according, I'm, I'm, I'm going to read up on it as soon as I get off the air with you, uh, when, when are you thinking about looking at? What, what dates are you looking at? Yeah, fall's real challenging. Uh, you know, there's, there's a, we're not a, we don't have the balance sheet that somebody like that uh, Jazz Fest has. So doing, putting on a festival in hurricane season, and it was so active last year, as mm-hmm. you know, it's a very scary prospect to us. And then you're going to have so much competition with so many other events, and then football season, um, that scares us too. So the fall is scary to us. Um, we, we're, we're looking more at uh, maybe the latter, maybe some part of the summer. And we know that's a really hot time, but um, well, make it a water you know, we also know that, you know, it's COVID was at its lowest point in the summer last year. Certainly was, was prevalent, mm-hmm. but um, hopefully with vaccinations and uh you know, us getting through these next couple of months, maybe that time frame will be uh, a pretty good time to do it. Cool. We'll Perfect. All right. Well, hogsforthecause.org, hogfest.org, Becker Hall, one of the co-founders. So y'all do a great work. And uh, and I know it's, uh, it's a ball breaker every year. So folks, you know what you need to do. If you can't have a pulled pork sandwich right now, you can still send them a couple of bucks so that you can have one later. Becker, thanks for taking the time, man. I know how busy you are. No, thank you, Spud. Appreciate your time. All right, man. Talk to you later. Spud here. You know I like to tease attorney Mike Brandner. Go big or go home. Go Mike. Mike's got the big one. And he sings that little song he has to. And Brandner laughs at the joke, too, because he's got a great sense of humor. He doesn't take himself too seriously. But you know what he does take seriously? His clients. When it comes to fighting in court for the interest of his clients, that's where the laughter stops and the serious work begins. He's not afraid of the insurance company lawyers because he used to be one. And now he's on your side of the aisle. And that's where you want him to be. Get the big result. Go big. Get Mike. 345-1111. I scream, you scream, we all scream for beads and doubloons and coconuts and marching bands and walking clubs and tableaus and mask balls and mystic crews and everything else that says Mardi Gras. Keep Mardi Gras what it's always been, a family event before Lent. If you want to help keep traditions alive, go to MardiGrasAlliance.com and join the growing group of businesses, citizens, and carnival entities that want to keep Mardi Gras a safe and happy event without it being regulated to death. Go to MardiGrasAlliance.com and laissez les bon temps rouler. Okay, so uh, Becker Hall, Hogs for the Cause. So go, go, go to HogsForTheCause.org to find out how you can donate and go to HogFest.com dot org to find out if and when the uh, the hog fest is coming up thanks for joining me uh here on the spudcast podcast talking out my ass you can find me on red circle and spotify and google play and on my facebook pages uh, spuds friends and fans the big tz and john mcconnell you can also find me on twitter at spud got that at spud got that if you want to get on a list uh to uh, to have me email the spudcast directly to you Send your address to thespudcastpodcast at gmail.com. Thespudcastpodcast at gmail.com. Your address will not be sold or shared. In the meantime, I'll see you next week. Be safe. Watch out for the crazies, but I'm a gone pecan.